content Audio-based content An improv comedy podcast Hello and welcome to another episode of Audio-Based Classics Older episodes of Audio-Based Content An improv comedy podcast Today's rerun features Clark Davis taking notes to write a memoir of an intergalactic traveler. Thanks for meeting with me, uh, Commander Tokens. Yes. Uh, of course. I, I understand you want to write your memoirs, your, your book of your adventures throughout space. Yes. I was in space for quite some time. You, uh, you're known throughout the galaxy as a as a conqueror, as a victor. That's uh, that's horseshit. That's just uh, the media spin, the so, galactic media spin. Well, as an impartial uh, ghostwriter of your book, uh, yeah. I, I'm fine with writing any story that you would like to tell. Do you view yourself as a villain? Of course not. Interesting. I don't view myself as a hero, mind you, but not a villain. Okay, so, uh, sort of a, a hobo of space, then? I wouldn't say a hobo. Is that the, what there is in your mind is villains, heroes, and hobos? They're sort of the middle ground. They take no sides when it comes to ultimate morality. If you think hobos don't take sides, then you have not experienced the hobos of the Sector H Apocalypse. You've been to H Apocalypse? Of course. I there's only been legends and, and old wives tales of that sector. I'd I i did not think there was any man that had ever gone to Sector H Apocalypse and, and come back to tell stories. I you've gotta I, give me more details. I not only came back to tell stories, I I purchased things in H Apocalypse that I brought back with me. They have capitalism in H-Apocalypse. Yep. They got capitalism everywhere. There is no place in the galaxy, not one, where there's no capitalism. Even on the moon, there's capitalism. Earth moon? The Earth moon. Wow. I, that is, that is beyond, I thought the moon would be communist for sure. No. Not even Mars, even though it's red. That's that makes a lot of sense. Uh, so, do you, tell me about your your wife. Does she? Uh, Ugh. I sorry. This is a sore subject. We can start somewhere else for the book. No, it's fine. You gotta mention it. I guess make well, it sound like I love her. Okay, we can do that. We can get, put a positive spin. I don't know. I mean, you're not gonna get much from me out of out of that though. You're gonna. Okay. Well, think of somebody you love, Jerry, and write it Jerry like Springer. That. You love Jerry Springer. It's sort of a guilty pleasure of mine. The mayor of Cincinnati. I like to think of him as the mayor of daytime television, but well, that's right. also true. That's fine. So I'm picturing your wife as Jerry Springer, but Mrs. But, Tokens, if you if uh, like to. Okay, that's about, yeah. If that's who you love, then write it as though my wife is Jerry Springer. Okay. Um, 
So tell me how what was Mrs. Token like? I mean, when when did you first Ugh. when did you when did you first meet her? Like was she was she on board with all the space travel and the slaying of uh entire alien races for the, well, the purposes of capitalism? I was, uh, we were starting out. And basically what happened was NASA somebody from NASA and somebody from the CIA uh was like, We need to meet with you. And they met with me in a bunker. It's always a bunker with these people. They're never like, let's meet at a restaurant. Let's meet at the park. It's always a bunker. Most depressing atmosphere possible. Anyway. And yet the most shielded from war, which yeah. seems to be prevalent today. Right. Yeah. And this was back in the 50s, mind you. You know, yeah. uh, people cared a lot about family, life, American, the American dream. They told me that they couldn't have some space hero, adventurer, famously uh, going through space as a single man, as a bachelor. They said it would look bad. So you finding Mrs. Token was just a, a giant PR stunt? They found her. I don't Really? So I didn't meet her. You don't meet a lot of women on asteroids. I, I guess uh, that would be true, at least not human women anyway. No. I mean, you meet things you can fornicate with, but I wouldn't call it women. Or alive, in most cases. Mm, I mean, that's different people with their preferences, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I prefer alive things. That makes two of us. Uh, I, I, before we go too far, uh, Commander Tokens, I really, really love Jerry Springer, and it sounds to me that you didn't really care for Miss Token, so I don't know if this analogy is going to work. Well, I don't want it to reflect my actual feelings toward her. Okay. I see. Um, then perhaps we should maybe make the analogy that for somebody that, I, that I'm totally indifferent towards. No, no, you don't understand. You keep thinking I want you to capture my true feelings toward my wife. Well, what would you tell if not the truth in your Make in your final- it sound as though I love her. That's what I'm saying. I can't fake a She's going to read Springer. this. I mean, she knows I don't love her, but her family's going to read this. It would be pretty depressing if you revealed in your memoirs at the end of your life that uh, that's when you didn't love her. So, uh, I guess, out of respect for Mrs. Tokens, which she's moved on. What do you mean? Have you, you not kept up with her? I haven't talked to her in quite some time, but I didn't think she was. What do you mean by she's moved on? Oh, I mean, she's a kept should. woman. Uh, yes, I, that's a that's a good apt description. We we don't need to talk about it. We can move on. Uh, I just I just thought you already knew. I I didn't mean we're focusing on. Already you here. knew what? Uh, Mrs. Tokens. Yes. Is now the uh, president of Scorpion Five. What? And as you know, they're a very uh, oh my god liberal planet. What do you mean by that? Well, they they. Express themselves openly. They're still capitalist. Oh, you uncompromising capitalists. Uh, they're capable of having high bidders. Yeah. Uh, what is what? Everything has a price. And yeah. Every every action, every commodity, is worth something. And uh, last time I was there, I bought a 1974 Chrysler. 
and I, I take it that might have been Mrs. Token's first exposure to Scorpion 5. Well, it was the last time I was there. I didn't say it was the first time I was there. But yeah. Did you guys frequent Scorpion 5? Well, she didn't usually come with me anywhere. It's very interesting. So she must have taken a few trips of her own. You know, no, you don't get to be president of an entire planet yeah. from a, a few vacations with your husband, the daring commander of space. Yeah, there was a couple of times that they made me take her with me. I guess she got used to it. You I, know what? Oh, my God. I just realized something. The last time that NASA came up to me and they were like, you got to take your wife with you. You can't just be out on your own. That just looks just as bad, if not worse, than you being a bachelor. And having strange intercourse with random creatures that you, frankly, you don't know that they're alive, is what they said to me. And then they were like, you got to take her with you. So I took her with me. Right? I see. And uh, we went We went to... Uh, um, Scorpion 5? Yes, or? yes, Scorpion 5. That's it. Yeah. I get them mixed up. You yeah, know, my there, computer of... these days just goes where I go, take me to the, you know, the, the restaurant I like, and then it goes. Right. But, uh, There's at least 10 planets named Scorpion, and three of them are Scorpion 5. It's, it's a little redundant. Yeah, it makes it difficult to know which yeah. one you're going to. It's and they don't even have, like, 5A, 5B. No, no, they're all just Scorpion 5. They're all five. Scorpion 5. Yeah. We all know, though. Yeah. Someone's like going Scorpion 5, going to get them... Rainbow goggles. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. I know it's like, I've one. been to two Scorpion fives mm-hmm. already. You know, it's when you translate all these planet names back into English. So there's a lot of overlap, right? So took my wife there to Scorpion, Scorpion five. five. Mm-hmm. This is before she's president. Well, yeah, I didn't even know she was president. So this was, I mean, I don't know when she became president. I, I yeah, that's that's news to you. I thought I thought they had informed you. No, Which, I, my apologies. Think, I guess I'm a first. Uh, what do they call that? First husband, first man. They're a very liberal planet. What does that mean? It means you can be the first anything. They don't first anything. Yeah, they they don't assume gender. Oh, so I'm just a first person. Yeah, you're the first person of Scorpion Five. Yeah, I'm a. It has first, a nice, has a a nice ring to person. it. You're a first person of Scorpion Five. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations. Okay. That's, a title that you've just now realized yeah, you have. Yeah, I wonder if there's benefits. But anyway. That could be chapter three. Anyway, we went to Scorpion 5. Okay. And uh, we, were, we were eating Skoogdwals. I don't know oh. if you've ever had those. It, they're hard to find fresh, but uh, uh, On Scorpion good. 5, they have them real fresh. All Scorp- the Scorpions have them. Skoogals, yeah. They just yeah. carry around... Uh, well, they live there. That's where they grow and gestate and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So they harvest them once a year. They have their festival. Anyways, we're eating them, and uh, and you know you have to you have to take all their organs out of their body before you eat it. Oh yeah, you don't want to get a a gallbladder in your in there. right because their gallbladder makes that uh, poisonous enzyme. So yeah, you have to that's take what, it out yeah. before you eat them. Yeah, you don't you don't have to tell me twice. Yeah, my. My f- freaking wife was. Did she? She didn't eat. She, no, didn't she eat was just making a mess of them. Oh no! She wasn't. You know, you're supposed to make the slit, and then you pull out the organs, put them on the plate, eat the. She w- It was. The, it was a pile of mush. 
It's a pile of mush with organs sitting in it. It's disgusting. And then she wouldn't eat it. You know how much those are? Well, if you go to nice places, they can... They're expensive. Yeah. They're expensive. So... In in U.S. currency... That's right. It's at least $45 per mm-hmm. uh, Skugall. So I got up and I left. I left the planet. Without her. You left the I never even on- thought about it until now. That is... And she has gone from not knowing the etiquette of eating Skugalls to... The president. Yeah, and, well, and she, there was no way that she paid that bill. She must, oh, this is all connecting. Because they're a capitalist society, so if she, couldn't, right. if she couldn't pay money. Maybe she washed dishes. Or, or was a hostess. That might be a better thing for you to believe. What do you say? I know the story of Miss Tokens as it's currently stated. and yeah. uh, They're a very uh, hedonistic society. You keep making allusions to uh, what I can only imagine is economic policy. <laughs> Commander Token, uh, I think it would be better for you to remain in the dark on President Tokens from, from here on Listen, out. Listen, buddy. I don't want to disgrace your, your ex-wife's honor. Ex-wife's honor. Ex-wife. She's my wife. Oh God. I, I thought you guys had separated. No. Clearly, a woman that would engage in as much. I told NASA and the CIA to let me know the minute I can leave this woman. They never told me I could leave her, so I stayed married to her. Now you're telling me she left me. I don't know. The CIA didn't say shit to me. I don't know the legality of it, but there's no way that a married woman does what she does. Now that I'm an old man, they just what? They don't care? They just forgot about me? They never let me out of this shame of a marriage? Well, NASA closed down 20 years ago. What? I thought you would have known of all people. You were the poster child of NASA or poster man. Yeah, but I'm out in space, you know. I just get this, sent these crates from the robotic system. It's just, uh, you know, I, I guess the, that the infrastructure of those crates is still set up. It's still moving. They send you crates of what? Food and tools and fuel. Money. They send you U.S. currency? No, space currency. Oh, like galactic credits. Collected credits, accepted by any you know system that's within the Galactic Federation. I, I know what Galactic credits are. Right, of course. Yeah. Uh, this is all going to make a massively interesting preamble to the book. Uh, we've we've got a we've got sort of a mystery, a a sort of a what's the mystery? The mystery is how you have managed to stay employed by a company that has been closed for. 20 years that still sends you crates well, robot, of resources. Robots do it. You ever been to one of those warehouses? Yeah, but robots need to be maintained and, and energized. They have somehow. robots to maintain them. It's all solar powered. Who maintain? Okay. What if you're in a galaxy without a sun? We're not. Those are from Earth. Okay. Earth is a sun. So they shut down NASA and didn't turn off the robots apparently not and these robots are able to find 
I mean, money I haven't and been food. To, I haven't been back to Earth in fifty years. Yeah, it was it was just a five year journey for me to get here to write your book, I which I appreciate you paying well, the first class on that. I appreciate you c- coming out here. Yeah, my uh, my wife was pretty upset. Yeah, I imagine. But I told you're her, gone for babe, quite some time. Yeah, I'm gonna pop out ten, eleven yeah. years max. I'll what? be back. We're paying you handsomely. Yes, no, I, I, that's what I told him. The publishing company said that, uh, you know, they, they took care of it, really. I didn't really have anything to do with it. Well, you never leave this company. I, I, I say stick with this publishing company. Yeah, I know. My, my agent takes care of all those things. And I don't. Well, as a, as a freelance I don't make these ghost decisions. author, this, this was the, the deal of a lifetime for me. Yeah. So They showed me a picture of another ghostwriter first, but I... I didn't like uh, the clothes they were wearing. So I said no, and then they hired you. I have two questions. Okay. What was the other ghostwriter wearing, and then what was I wearing that made you say yes to me? I never saw your picture. You just said yes to the next guy. I will not. No, they just, I was just like, not that guy, and I walked out of the room. And then uh, here you are. Is there any chance they still hired me? I was just wearing different clothes in that photograph. He was wearing actually exactly what you're wearing right now. Commander Tokens, I think there's a very strong chance that you said to not hire me to that publishing company, and they did anyway. Were you wearing the same clothes in that picture? Who's to say? That picture was taken well, I mean, six years ago. Fine. If it if it was me, I I'm very. You seem fine. I'm very sorry if my garb offends you. No, it was a black and white photo, and I assumed that shirt was a different color than it actually is. It it was probably of a range of colors that you just. Find I thought abhorrent. it was a purple shirt, but it's not. I can see now here today that it's green. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we got that sorted out. I. Yeah. I would hate to write a book for a man that hated my sense of fashion. Uh, you know, Commander Tokens. I I have to say, I, I'm kind of a an admirer of yours from from way back. Ever since I was a boy, you know, I mm. I fantasized about traveling space and and discovering traveling space. Yeah, and discovering and new new planets and species. You, it's boring. Oh no, it's boring to grind. Well, I know space is mostly unoccupied. Yeah. space but like you have to drug yourself to be unconscious for weeks at a time in order to not go insane well that that explains your old age that your unnatural old age what do you mean well you're 250 i, I thought that might be yeah. because of the extended periods of sedatives and well and time in. it works differently when you get out in space in different Solar systems and depending on your distance from uh, a, a, a base planet and magnetic fields, it all affects the way time operates. So, you know. Well, I, very few people live to be as old as you and, and mm-hmm. might I say, in, in pretty good shape, mm-hmm. you know, for, for your age. Yeah. Well, you know, you go to other planets, they got their own stuff going on. Like, um, uh, you, there's the planet Field Door. Where they do nothing but medical testing. You can go there and get any kind of crazy thing done to your body. Did you ever get something crazy done to your body? Absolutely. Do you mind if I ask? uh, Almost everything from the neck down has been replaced. Wow. Uh, So you're more 
robot or is it biological replacements? I don't even ask. You've never looked below your neck since you've had these. I look. And it's indistinguishable and that there's no like bolts well, or I'm no expert. Or... Sometimes can I, can you... there's why there's things that look like wires maybe. But what do I know? That could be a vein. Could could I This is purely for chapter 2, but uh-huh. would you mind taking your clothes off? Excuse me, sir. I I don't mean to be offensive, but I if you have replaced everything from the neck down, and you don't know what it is. Perhaps you know, I could, I could that is, tell you what's what. This is a professional. You're, you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe just the shirt then, sir. I've, Commander I'm Tokens, this is a scientific endeavor. I'm a distinguished person. Of course. You're writing a book about my life, and I admire you greatly. There's no need to to look at my naked body. Technically, it's not your naked body if you've had it all it's replaced. It's mine. Oh, really? Is that watch your watch? I purchased it. Is it yours? Listen, we're capitalists. I Until own the day these I die. things. I paid for them. Therefore, they are mine. Yes, it is my body. I paid for it. My body is arguably more my body than yours is yours. I paid for mine. Did you pay for your body? No, but... The, no, it was no. I had it as yours. long as I've been alive. It, like, Who I've, did pay for it? Probably your parents. It's their body. My body's mine. I paid for it. I never knew my parents. Yes, well, that's very sad. We can hear about it when you hire a ghostwriter to write your memoir. You see, I was born on Earth. One of the last I, few that I was born on Earth. Oh yeah, I know. You gonna put it in your book? I thought we might kind of depart a little while and a few mm. chapters could be about me. I am a ghostwriter. A few chapters are going to be about you and the book about my life. Do you have a problem with that? I do have a problem with that. What do you... What is this, Norm MacDonald's book where he did that exact same concept? I don't think so. I, Norm MacDonald has been, has been dead for a very long time. I, I don't... I remember him. Well, you're 250 years old, I imagine... Mm-hmm. It, it was he is that your favorite SNL cast? No. Your favorite SNL cast did not contain Norm Macdonald. No. Well. Mike Myers. Mike Myers, you say? Yep. David Spade. Have you watched any of the recent ones? It's uh it's been, it's going on its three hundredth year. <laughs> Who's your favorite SNL cast member now? Do you keep, do you watch TV much? No. I don't really watch TV anymore. Well, I mean, since they started letting uh, alien races on 50 years ago, I, I feel like it's really widened their scope of uh, comedic genius. So, It's uh, definitely improved Survivor. Absolutely. It's, there's a, it's more of a, a physical combat game than just staying alive. You know, some, some mm-hmm. aliens mm-hmm. produce the food that other people need to survive just by bodily excretion. So surviving ends up being more of a game of yeah. who can not get killed. Yeah, I'm not really Which, But that, that show was on NBC. Yeah. If, well, I remember when CBS shut down 200 years ago. Yeah. That was the end of Survivor, and then NBC tried to pick up that demographic mm-hmm. with who cannot get killed. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how NBC stuck around. 
Merging with Comcast was the best thing they ever did. Right. Now they own entire solar systems. I'm sorry. I was just thinking about my childhood <sighs> and how uh, my parents met on a on a strange planet and they had to evacuate to Earth to to have the child because wait they went back to Earth. Yeah. Yes. They they. I always forget whenever I meet people, you know, that are younger. I always forget that they don't uh, they don't know a, a different time, a simpler time. I only know what I've researched about you on the uh, on the internet. Yeah, they still got that internet there. Yep. Mm-hmm. But now we we just take it for granted that it's uh, implanted in our brains. We don't even need. Devices for it, like well, and it's into it's intergalactic. Yeah, I mean, World Wide Web is free. Yeah, that's that's an archaic. That's like dial up. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember when that came came around. You remember when dial up came around? Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. I guess that was right about uh, when you were eleven or twelve, huh? Yep. Young. Fascinating. I remember when I was eleven or twelve. I had lived in a foster home with. Alien parents. I couldn't, I couldn't live with human parents on Earth. I, I was too poor. And they used to make me come up with stories to tell them. And if I didn't make them laugh and cry in the same story, I had to sleep outside. There were many cold nights. But it, it got my improv chops up to the point where I auditioned for SNL. But then if you, if you weren't of an alien race, the odds were stacked against you. Ah, I hear that griping. That's a bunch of bullshit. Oh, I'm very sorry. Uh, this book is about you, Commander Tokens. And yeah, that's right. Not about what uh, the um, reanimated corpse of Lord Michaels may or may not have done. Do you know he's, uh, his head is also the only part of him that's... That was from the original body. I think mm. he, he made a stop over to um, Fieldor and he got his body replaced. Yes. So, in that regard, you and Lauren Michaels have a lot in common. But in that regard only, I'm afraid. Well, I mean, a lot of, a lot of people, you know, when they get to be my age. Right, if you want to make it past 200, you really neck down, redo. To. That's right. Yeah. Neck down... The old neck down. The old neck down procedure. That's mm -hmm. right. Uh, well, could you could you tell me? I know this is a controversial topic, but can do you feel comfortable speaking about uh, the events on Trilor? Oh my God, Trilor. Yes, uh, you caught a lot of negative flack for that. Some people say that you did not need to obliterate all life on the planet in in the defense of capitalism, but I, I, for one, side with you. you know? Look, they were going to take, in the middle of their planet, okay, they have baranium. Baranium? Baranium. Baranium. Oh, Not okay. baranium. Yeah, that's... I'm, what that's am I, a, making smoothies? Right. No. Baranium. Baranium. You know the kind of warhead you can make with baranium? You know how far you can... Shoot your ship 
into a wormhole with perineum. You can tear open a hole in reality with perineum. If you concentrate it, smash it into another molecule of concentrated perineum, it will cause an explosion big enough to rip open the time-space continuum. If the wrong hands were to fall on this... Uh... What? I don't care about it. You know how much it sells for? It's, it is, you're talking about arguably the most profitable material in all of the galaxy. And they were just sitting there, just sitting on it, not even mining it. Commander Tokens, do you mean to tell me you killed all of the men, women, children, and alien men, women, and children, and robotic men, women, and children of Trilor for money. Look, I don't... Do I look like I know how to mine Brianium? I don't. I, I was hired to do a job. I did a job. But you were hired by NASA? This is... No! By a mining company. Commander Togans, I, are you a mercenary? What? A mercenary. No, I work for the CIA. You work for the CIA, and NASA. NASA. This is a lot to take in. I, uh, what do you mean? The CIA's been involved in those kind of shenanigans, arguably since the dawn of the CIA. Well, I knew there was all sorts of... Uh, Espionage and I mean, if we do it in Guatemala over bananas, why the hell wouldn't we do it in outer space? This is so much bigger. Have you no moral compass? So much bigger. They're not even people. Wow. That's, uh. Do you know what they look like, these creatures? I mean, yeah, they were peaceful and loving and knowledgeable and they had like art and poetry, yada, yada, yada. But they were gross looking. They had. Six eyes. Each eye was a different size and located on a different place of their body. They were mucusy. And these big noses. They kept all this stuff to themselves. I haven't seen one in, in years because of you. Yeah, they're gone. We used to, I used to go to the zoo and, and I would see a, a Trilornian and, you know, they have, they have little families. You know, but they only have a zoo. Well, yeah. You said yourself, they're not people, but they're very cute to some. Mm. To some that can see past the yeah, big noses and mucusy membranes. But now, you know, you know where they are? You know where you can go see them now? I imagine it's still a zoo if they got some and put them in a zoo. No, they they can't. They're a hive mind species. If you kill mm. the majority of them, the rest just die out of broken hearts. Wow. Or you know, the mucus, uh, mucusy pulp that they have is most akin to a human heart. Did you know that I was kidnapped and lived in a zoo? I, I didn't know that. They, I've, and I've done a lot of research on you. For 12 years. I'm sorry, what was that, what was that planet? Gelgazon. Gelgazon, you were, that's, 
That's exclusively a torture planet. Well, not in the zoo. Not for the... Um, I mean, maybe if you, like, get tortured. But it's not like everybody gets tortured. There's a ruling class. And they like to go to the zoo. So you were kidnapped by the, the ruling class of Galgazan. Well, I was kidnapped by, um, you know, business people. So you, you were kidnapped by some upstanding citizens of Galgazan. Yes, I was acquired. And then put Were you suit. sold? Well, I was acquired by, uh, I guess you would say space pirates, and then sold to the zoo. Okay. Did space pirates just jump on your ship, or oh, did they find you? They tricked me. I, d- how? <sighs> Well, uh, it was a dark time in my life. I was very lonely in outer space. And uh, I like, uh, like I said earlier, I enjoy uh, the sexual intercourse there with the uh, living, living creatures. On, uh, on, uh, on Scorpion 5. Well, anywhere, really. J- I, I recall, yes, you started uh, Lonely Beginnings on Asteroids fucking, uh, I'm sorry, fornicating with uh, living or non-living no, entities. Well, I, I like to think they were alive, but sometimes it's dark. Then uh, I guess you, you acquired a taste for the purely alive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, so... I like when things are warm... And I like when things are kind of mossy. That's a, uh, that's a great title for Chapter 5. So I like when things are kind of mossy. I'm going to write that. Do you mind if I use that? Well, warm is part of it. Not just but mossy, mossy really pops. Yeah, but then they might think de- the dead things again. I'll, I, I can put alive in parentheses at the end. All right. Or in warm. We'll, we'll fix it. Something... Make sure they know it's warm. I'll, I'll talk to my people. I don't want yeah. people to judge me. You don't want people to judge you? This book might be a bad idea then. What do you mean? I'll do my best, but you... I can't are... think of anything that would be in this book that anyone would find objectionable. Uh, as long as well, you... Well, just from what I have here, uh, fornicating with the dead. Uh, a... I didn't fornicate with the dead. Genocide of a planet for capitalism. Uh, that was for a good cause. For acquisition of money for you is, is what I had. That's no, what I wrote doing down. your job. Change that. Okay, so what does a job give you? What do you mean? Like, what do you get for doing a job? Compensation. In the form of? Usually, you know, money, currency. Okay. Well, let's... What I had, but that's not what uh, I had written that's down not the uh, you know you do your job is it just for money or is it uh to do a good job you know what i you have compensated me handsomely or your publishing company has for this but i i did it also because i admire you I d- admired right. what do you mean well i in light of this interview there's a lot of things that have come up that frankly don't put you in a very good light commander tokens the thing you seem most uh, surprised... You already knew I wiped out a planet. The only thing you didn't know... I thought was it was for a heroic reason. Held in a zoo. 
They were just so cute. What? That was the only part of my childhood I remember fondly. Didn't they object to being in a zoo? They were very I would look at the Trilornians and I would touch them and feel like love was embodied in, in a life form. I can't believe that they allowed themselves to be in a zoo. When I was wiping them out one by one on the surface of their planet because they're so defenseless, they submitted so many pleas to me. You know, they submitted, they submitted these papers they wrote about how they had complex thoughts and feelings and deserved autonomy and freedom. I burned them all. But uh Won't you I'm surprised please, they Mrs. Robinson What are you doing? Loves you more than you Stop that subsequent copyright material. <laughs> no, seriously, stop. I can't hear I hate hearing any song that is licensed by ASCAP or BMI or any other uh copywriting agency. It's it's just flowing only, to the montage of my memory of my childhood. I, I can't only stop. Enjoy non copywritten music. <laughs> no, you do not seem to understand. Jesus loves you more All right. than you look right there. Are you going to write this damn book, or are you going to sit here and serenade me? Mama? What more do you need to know? Mama? Oh, my like, God. Are this you guy's coming back for me? This guy's got the space madness. Huh. You want me to, to write? Write my stories? Snap out of oh. it! Oh, my God. Ow. Right in my lip. Yeah. Yeah, I had nails in my hand. What well, other? you had. There's a. There's one in my in my oh. mouth. Yeah, I'm gonna need that back. Here you go. There's a valuable out here in space. Oh, man! You slapped the hell out of me. Well, you were having some sort of psychotic episode. Was I? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Do you like Simon and Garfunkel? No. Like I said, I don't like any copyrighted music. I Can't stand it. I find it unlistenable. Well. To each their own, I guess. Every time I hear it at uh, anything over 14 and a half seconds of it, and I just can't stand it, I'll just start screaming. That's, uh, that's the last bit of information I needed for Chapter 10 is uh, your musical preferences. All right. So I think I got... Yeah, I'm going to go to sleep. Well, I think that coincides well with me uh, vacating the planet. Okay, when are you going to be back? Well, I got to swing by uh, Scorpion Line 5 and visit your wife, but it's, a, it's on the way. What? Oh, I'm, I'm on my way. Am I now, just a chapter now, in a book about her? Now boarding. Is that what's going on? I, I got to get back to Earth, Commander oh, Tokens. It's God been a pleasure meeting you. Uh, goodbye. It's, I'll say yeah. hi to your, to your wife, and uh, you should really check out Simon and Garfunkel. No. They're, they're pretty good. It's copywritten music. I'm not interested. Okay, goodbye. Right, bye. All right. That episode was a lot of fun. Um, I really liked the entire approach of it. Uh, it's not a standard improv scene, and I don't think it would work on stage, but I think it was really perfect for the podcast. Um, Clark, I think, had the idea 
before he came over. Um, my memory's not perfect, and if he told me I was wrong, I would believe him. Uh, generally, Clark has a, Clark has a very good memory <laughs> and things like that. So, um, if I were to recall anything I say here, if Clark is like, "That's not true," uh, he's probably right. He's probably right. So, um, but anyways, I remember Clark coming to me saying he had an idea and uh i thought his idea was really great and fun and um it was perfect for the way i like to play improv because it involved him asking me a ton of questions and me just being able to make up the answers to those questions um i really like playing like that it uh gives me a place to go a sense of direction but um i still feel very free in how I can answer that question and what I can say and where it might lead to and what kind of follow-up questions might it might generate. I really like that interview uh, style of improv scene. I think it's really fun. I really liked the choice Clark made of having his character uh, continually thinking about his own life and trying to talk about his own life and uh, my character kind of shutting it down. And what was really fun about the way Clark played this was uh, the more he revealed about his character, uh, the more it seemed that his character was more interesting and more relatable and more likable than my character. Um, that uh, the book of his character's life would be more would be a better book. It'd be a better book than this phony book about my life that isn't even possibly about my life maybe it's about uh, my ex-wife's life all in all i really like this episode i think um it's kind of perfect for clark and me uh both of our styles were complemented by this uh sort of interview format of uh of an episode but by not making it like a show, making it this um, ghostwriter taking notes, I thought that was a really smart way to play it because then we don't have to be showy and play to an audience. We can still have the characters essentially play to each other, which is ideal, um, while it's still being a uh, question prompt answer you know, that yes ands the question and then follow-up questions that yes and the answer. Uh, it's a it's a good format. It's pretty reliable and easy. It's good for podcasts. Yeah, I think it worked out. It's fun. Um, and that uh, made me sad to hear that reference to Norm Macdonald. Um, I'm a bit, I, I love Norm Macdonald, and I uh, I listened to his book. I highly recommend listening to his book. It's a fictional memoir. And it's pretty much written to be an audiobook. Uh, the the uh, his ghostwriter is a character in the book. Uh, anyways, I, I'm not going to say any more about it. But um, read read that book. Don't read that book. Listen to that book. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, you can see me in uh, soap opera whenever we do soap opera, and you can see me in a of chutzpah whenever we do a of chutzpah. Um, and uh, first Saturday of every month, I'm at the uh, Nashville Free Poetry Library's 
market. Uh, there's artists of all different types there, and it's pretty great. I mean, all different mediums, mediums of art. That's what I meant there, like poets, printmakers, uh, zine makers, comic book makers, things like that. Uh, so yeah, and then the third Saturday of every month, I try to make it out to the hundred Taylor uh, Art Market as well. So yeah, come out, check check it out, check it out, y'all. And you can see find me online at a a r o n dash z v i dash f e l d e r dot com. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there. <laughs>